and his time to be on with that. John, we appreciate your time. I'm guessing you're probably a little busy today. No, you know, uh, yesterday and the day before were the busy days. Oh, okay, gotcha. Today, today's uh, today's a recovery day where we write all the statistics and all the amazing things and, and post photos and yeah, that, that we're busy as heck. Well, <laughs> <You're kidding me. laughs> there's a lot of uh, unbelievable statistics, uh, aren't there, from yeah. this team? What a year for Oklahoma softball! It's really, really, really remarkable. And I, I uh, was joking around. Uh, gosh, what was it? Wednesday? I said, okay, I've got a scheduled tweet, and the scheduled tweet is, "Congrats to Baylor." <laughs> the only team that's going to beat Oklahoma this year, sixty-one and one, John. And uh, yeah, as you know, Baylor took them down four-three back on February nineteenth. Yes, we, uh, we was a, we've made that point several times, and we'd like for you to continue to make complete, that point, also. Okay, for sure. Yeah, it was a complete, <laughs> uh, it was a complete game by the by the Bears. Uh, they they ran two pitchers out there, as you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Shalen is it Govan? Hit Govan, uh huh. Yeah, uh, three-run bomb. It was four-one, and Patty Gasso comes out of that thing. They 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 tried to come back to the game-tying run on third base, two outs, and all that stuff. But they lost the game, and Patty Gasso in the post-game said, "What happened is extremely valuable. What's valuable is the response." Wow. So she took that game, and those players took that game, and the bitterness from that loss. And of course, we asked them about it a couple of times throughout the reg- rest of the regular season. And what do they do? What's the response, John? They go fifty-three and zero the rest of the season. Fifty-three and zero, unbelievable. Win their third straight national championship. Yeah, unbelievable. So you would say that they did learn from that loss, and uh, yeah. you know it didn't. It wasn't crushing in any sense. It was just one loss, and reeled off fifty-three straight after that. Twelve and zero in the NCAA tournament. Mm. Who's who's ever done that? Right. It, it, it has reminded me over the last three years of uh, of Gino Oriema and UConn basketball, something that I know a lot of Baylor fans are very, very well versed in as well. You know, UConn basketball for all those years. So is this good for women's basketball? Is this it's absolutely good for women's basketball? Because look what it's done. Mm-hmm. It's elevated so many other programs. And so that's kind of where Oklahoma is softball wise. They have been so good so athletic made so many incredible plays on primetime tv number one all you know sports center plays and stuff like that it's absolutely good for for women's softball nationwide because everybody else now knows what they got to do to get better they all know what it looks like now john they outscored those 12 ncaa tournament teams 93 to 14 golly wow shocking yeah Yeah. (laughs) Hey Stanford, uh, with that freshman pitcher, man, they they were, I guess, the through the biggest challenge at OU, didn't they, in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, a couple times mm-hmm. had them against the ropes, a couple of times, especially with Nigel Kennedy on the mound. She's fantastic. She is, you know, when you see somebody throwing like Jordy Ball, throwing consistently 68, 69 miles an hour, occasionally hits seventy, and you're thinking that's arguably the best pitcher in the country. Kennedy was out there and she was throwing, she was hitting 71, 72 repeatedly on her fastball. And Jada Coleman said, I swear that was coming in at 75. I've seen 71, 72. That wasn't 71. She said it was 75. Yeah. Phenomenal. Can you imagine what that extrapolates to in like major league baseball where most of your pitchers, most of your good fastball pitchers are throwing 98, 99. Some of them are touching a hundred and here comes this dude and he's throwing like 111. (laughs) That's what that extrapolates to. Good grief. Good luck catching up with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. 
All right, John, here's here's the overriding question. I think I know your answer to this, but with everything that Oklahoma accomplished this year and the way they did it, I mean, leading the nation in all those, uh, all you know, not every, but pretty much every major category, is this the best season that a collegiate softball team has ever had? Yeah, no question. Uh, we, we've been wondering all year, are they going to finish this? Are they going to finish this? When you set the all-time record for wins and you set the all-time record for winning percentage and you tie the all-time record for most consecutive national championships, I think it's indisputable. Um, they have, over their past 186 games, which encompasses 21, 22, and 23 seasons, they have run-ruled the opponent 103 times. Oh, man. 103 out of 186. So you talk about a dynasty. Um They've asked, they've they've uh, the record over those three years, John, fifty six and four, fifty nine and three, sixty one and one, hundred and seventy six and eight in three seasons, Good and they have grief. outscored their opponents by almost fifteen hundred runs. Oh my gosh, hundred, yeah, in three seasons, three seasons, unbelievable. Also, has become an absolute rock star in this state, and she expressed it last night in the post game press conference. She said. Guys, all I want to do is go to Costco and not get mobbed. <laughs> yeah, we ran that clip earlier. Isn't that funny? That that's kind of her in a nutshell, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And can you imagine being some of these girls that go out into the in you know go to the store, go to the restaurant, and they're just mobbed for pictures and autographs, and it's never happened before. I've never seen anything like it. All right, so tell me this. You're, you're a good guy to ask this question. You have better knowledge of this than I would, but on the uh, if you say the Mount Rushmore of Oklahoma coaches, you know, Bud Wilkerson, uh, Barry Switzer, Bob Stoops, Patty Gasso, it's got to be up there, right, with any of the others. Gasso is on the Mount Rushmore. She's got the biggest rock. Wow. Um, she's got seven national championships. She's changed what softball means in this state, what it looks like. Um, at all Sooners, John, we, we have daily access to our Google analytics and traffic and things like that. There are now two sports in Oklahoma. It used to be football and spring football and recruiting. It's now football, spring football, recruiting. And I would say softball is a strong second. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That says a lot right there. Yeah. And I really, I pressure, sorry. She said the pressure is overwhelming. I can't even imagine. Yeah. But, man, she handles it well, doesn't she? I, I was going to say I really like Patty Gasso. Uh, I think she's got a great Christian witness. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And and she just, um, you know, she's just really impressive the way she goes about her job and is so successful. Um, first class, literally in everything she does. And I can't it's, – it's a situation where I don't know Gino or Emma, but I've seen some things that Gino has done and said – acted you know and it makes you think well he's not that nice of a guy Hmm. he's won a bunch of games but is he really a nice guy patty's just the opposite patty is like she's won a bunch of games and she gets people agitated at her for raiding the transfer portal and you know winning incessantly at at an extremely high level um over the last three years for sure i mean seven national titles six of the last ten and for her to conduct herself she, she wins like Barry Switzer, but conducts herself like Bud Wilkinson. Mm. First class, you know, uh, integrity and in everything she does. It's, it's just unbelievably impressive. 
I didn't understand the deal this week, and it was apparently a big deal to some people about Oklahoma's uh, either their celebration or their enthusiasm. Yeah. What what was that about? I can tell you exactly where it started. Okay, um, in in the Clemson Super Regional, Oklahoma was trailing, and uh, their third baseman, former transfer from uh, from Oregon, Alyssa Brito, she was up at the bat, up at the bat, and she's. I think fell down 0-2 to start the at-bat, and she fouled off a couple pitches and worked her way back to a full count, fouled off a couple more pitches, and ended up walking. And when she did, she turned around and looked at her teammates and was like, yeah, and Mm -hmm. spiked the bat right on home plate. Okay. I mean, it was pretty emphatic. (laughs) To me, I'm sitting here watching it, right? We cover the Sooners every day. And I'm like, okay, Alyssa, that was probably a little excessive, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, I've seen it was the classic bat flip into the dugout, but she didn't throw it at anybody. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't, uh, you know, swing it at the catcher or anything. It just was like right on home plate. She just got excited and dumped it. And it's been a, it's been a feeding frenzy ever since because yeah. her team, the reaction to that was one way and her teammates are like, oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they've uh, they've kind of fed off each other after that. That's pretty cool. That's a good explanation, uh, John. What about uh, you know look ahead and I uh, hope Patty Gasso can and the team can enjoy this and not you know be forced to look ahead already. Yeah. But golly, with everything returning on that team next year and and they'll start the year with a fifty three game winning streak. I mean, if they <laughs> lose a couple of games, it's going to be oh no, what's wrong with the Sooners? Yeah, they lose four seniors. Okay, so they lose Grace Lyons, the amazing shortstop. I've never seen a shortstop play the game like her. Uh, she's a three-time Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. That's going to be a hard one to replace. Uh, they lose two transfers. One was an All-American at Michigan. She transferred in, and she was the girl that started or the girl that uh, finished last or not finished. She started last night right. in place of ball. Uh, Alex Taraco. Um, they lose uh, a cup a transfer from. Uh, Texas A&M, Haley Lee, and she was, you know, one of the co-leaders in team home runs and uh, kind of tailed off and went hitless the first part of the World Series and, you know, didn't finish the way she wanted to. And then they lose a backup. They lose a kind of a key career reserve kind of player. They lose four players off this team. Yeesh. And you look ahead and say, okay, what, what do they got coming in? What's the recruiting class look like? Excuse me, according to D1 Softball, they have the number four recruiting. I'm sorry, the number two recruiting class in the country. They signed only four players of the you know D1 softball. Again, they they take it upon themselves to be the authority and rank these players, so to speak. They have four of the top 15 players and three of the top six in the country coming in. And, wow. and in terms of recruiting, sure. So I don't expect you know I, I certainly expect Patty Gasso to go to the transfer portal again. And there's already talk of. You know, well, this All American wants to go to OU, and this All American wants to go to OU. I would not be surprised yeah. if that happens again. But talking to um, Jada Coleman last night and talking to Tiara Jennings, they came in as freshmen. The two of them came in together as freshmen uh, two years ago, 2021. One was the National High School Player of the Year, the other one was like runner up. Then they flipped their freshman year. One was the National Freshman of the Year, and the other one was runner up. Then this year, their junior year, one was Big 12 player. They flipped again, Big 12 player of the year, and the other one was runner-up. It's like, these two are not fair. And so I asked them a question specific to that about how you guys have been 
you came in as true freshmen and you have known nothing but winning national championships. You've never not won a national title in your career. And both got both players, John, ended ended their answer with um, looking forward to getting back to work on winning our fourth in a row. Good grief! Yep. So I didn't ask them about winning four in a row. Yeah. They were already thinking in their minds, yeah, we've done, had a great run. I've just been so much fun. I can't believe she's my sister. She's my dog. But we're going to win. We're going to go for four in a row now. It's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Thank you for writing my story. Yeah, which no team has ever done, right? UCLA uh, and Oklahoma three straight done. is it? Right, yeah. yeah. UCLA in the late 80s, early yeah. 90s has won three in a row. So it's, uh, it's quite the dynasty going on here. Man, well, fun to watch. Fun to know that Baylor is a footnote to that uh, historic season <laughs> for, for right. Oklahoma. Uh, John, tell people where they can find your work. You're, you're very multimedia these days. Yeah, I do videos. I do photos. I do uh, still a lot of writing. Obviously, that's uh, that's what pays the bills. But uh, it's uh, our website is allsooners.com okay. under the Sports Illustrated banner. Okay. Uh, Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated got together and had a bunch of babies, and we're all the uh, the regional <laughs> uh, school network, so to speak. And um, and of course, you can always find me on Twitter at John E Hoover. Very nice, and we'll find you in Arlington uh, in the middle of July. You're going to be there for Big 12 football media days? I can't wait to see you at media days. That'll be good. Look forward to seeing you, man. Great to catch up with you. And, uh, hey, find some summer. Get a little summer, and then we'll talk football in July. That sounds great. I appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks very much. Appreciate it, John. John Hoover from uh, from the Sooner State. I appreciate him being on with uh, with us, and you can find a lot of his work. Aaron, he he does he really is multimedia. You know, I see a lot of his things that he posts that end up on YouTube and on the web, certainly on Twitter at John E Hoover. So, uh, and it's not just OU; it's uh, anything Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, anything and everything up there. I, well, I say that I think he may be focusing on. Oklahoma now with the uh, All Sooners. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, hosting the All Sooners podcast. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it, I mean I'm sure he still does some Oklahoma State stuff. But sure. Yeah, it's, it's predominantly uh, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Right. I love how he gave. I mean, we have given some of them, but I like how he broke down all the numbers behind their historically dominant season, just to give you a little perspective. Most people don't need it, but it still adds context to it, and you're like, wow, okay. <laughs> You know, he's just going through those numbers, and they're crazy. You know, they, they went undefeated through the college, through the NCAA entire NCAA tournament, not just the World Series. Yeah. Undefeated through the entire NCAA tournament, and one loss to our beloved Baylor Bears away from being <laughs> what sixty-two and zero and having a perfect season. Yeah, yeah, they would have been sixty-two and zero, and I'm not sure uh, how long the winning streak was. Well, it would have dated back to they lost been, one game in the World Series last year, right? right? So it would have been one more game, yes. Yeah. They did lose. No, a little bit more. No, no, no. Uh, they lost to UCLA in the semifinals. Okay. And then beat Texas, Texas both games gotcha. in the finals. So that, and actually, they came back and beat UCLA the next next day. Yeah. Um, I believe that's what happened. And they would have had a few wins the start of this season before they got to the Baylor game. Right, that wasn't right. The season so that was at least three and then however many – games before Baylor and the Baylor game yeah so we're talking 70 maybe something like that isn't that wild (laughs) 70 to 75 that's wild appreciate John thanks for him to him for being on with us let's take a break we'll be back in uh in just a moment this is a big 
birthday day, Aaron. This is a big birthday day. So share that with you and with everyone when we come back.